coming and he has given me a special new year bonus to you so I came with your present oh I mean your heavenly father amen and your present is found in Psalm 65 and the verse 11 please listen to the word of God Psalm 65 verse 11 you crown the year with your goodness. So this year, God has crowned it with his goodness for you. This army needs praise. God has crowned the year with his goodness. And your path drip with abundance. This year, as you journey and follow Jesus Christ, you will walk in the light. You will walk in the light. And the arrival of light is the immediate exit of darkness. Light and darkness has no competition. There is no argument. There is no debate. As soon as light arrives, darkness packs, packs everything and goes away. Amen. This year, God has crowned it. With his goodness. When our brother Krenzel was leading the opening prayer, he said something. That we take so many things for granted. So we are closing our eyes and we want to enter into short time of prayer. And we are praying that this year you will not be caught up. You will not be caught up in crossfire. Will have to miss you. They will miss you. Premature death will have to miss you. Amen. The power of depression, the power of stress will have to leave your mind. Your mind is not the playing field for the devil. We pray. That light will flood your mind. Amen. And the life of God shall manifest in your life. Please, the church is into prayer.
season of divine encounters. Amen. I pray in the name of Jesus, expect divine arrangement. Amen. Divine connection. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God will order your steps. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Where you have to be late to miss accident, God will delay you. Amen. You didn't hear what I said. Yes. <laughs> Wherever you are moving, and God will have to take you away from man-made accident, demonic arrangement. If it takes delay for you to miss that, God will cause you to delay. So that you miss accident, you miss privations, you miss sicknesses and diseases, and you become the distributor of light. gift of life. Amen. This month our theme for the month is the power of salvation. And for the past two Sundays God has blessed us through our elder John to explain the meaning of power to us. And this morning because the hard work has already been done for the past two Sundays, my job is a bit easier. Amen. <laughs> easier because it takes hard work to lay foundation so this morning we are just topping it up and then we will pray amen, amen. this year don't be tired of prayer amen. <laughs> don't wait until problem comes before you pray mm. prayer is what we do mm. as a child of God we pray when things are good we pray you have to pray. You wake up in the morning and you say that this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. 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 And you tell yourself that I am in charge of the atmosphere. That's right. I am getting out. Power is in me. Amen. <laughs> I am powerful. Amen. Because the sovereign Lord lives in me. Amen. You tell yourself. You have to speak to yourself. Powerful. I am powerful. And you don't have to apologize for saying those things. Mm. Amen. amen. Young ones, amen. amen. You have to declare your future from now. Amen. You declare your future from now. You speak good words over your life. Say, I hear, I hear. I hear, I hear. So, that is what we are going to do. And last week, some of us, we, we were baptized in, in, in the Holy Spirit here. Amen. We speak in tongues. That is the language of the newborn child of God. We speak in tongues. And listen, we don't only speak in tongues. When you are speaking in tongues, you have to pay attention to your spirit man. Let me take it that again. When you are speaking in tongues, take your time and listen to your spirit man. Because your spirit man is speaking mysteries. The Holy Spirit who has supplied you with the utterance that you are speaking is also explaining it to you. 
So that after speaking in tongues, you prophesy, you translate it, you interpret it. So this year, Amsterdam City Church, everybody will prophesy. Amen. Amen. And it's not a big deal. Because the church is not taught. The church has walked in ignorance for a very long time. But this year, the era of ignorance is gone. Amen. You speak in the language of the spirit. You pay attention. After speaking that language of the spirit called tongues, the Holy Spirit will supply you with the meaning. And then you interpret it. Interpretation of the unknown tongue is what we call prophecy. So we don't have special people to prophesy. You have the gift of prophecy. Amen. Amen. I've started the preaching. Don't worry. So we are looking at Acts chapter 3. Sorry, chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. Verse 33. Because in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, last week we read it. You shall receive power. Say, I shall receive power. And the power is already in me. Please, church. The power is in me. Only few people are saying, say, the power is in me. So you shall receive power. He didn't say you should work for power. You shall receive, meaning it's a gift. You don't work for it. Indeed, you don't pray for power. You see, you don't pray for power. Mm. Meanwhile, I have said that this year we have to pray more. You don't pray for power. You receive power. The power is in you. How then do we pray? If you don't pray, you don't enforce the power that is already in you. Mm. I like United States of America. They have something they call the law enforcement agent. What we call police here. The law enforcement. The law has been passed, but it takes group of people to enforce the law. So you have the power in you. You don't pray to get the power. The very moment you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, that divine power is loaded on the inside of you. Whether you know it or not, it is there. So when you pray, you are dispensing the power that is already on the inside of you. If you don't pray, the power is then laying down in you. And that is why we pray. But receiving the power is just receiving it. You don't work for it. You don't fast for it. You don't pray for it. It is a gift. You receive it. Amen. Church, amen. And Jesus promised them that you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Let's go to Acts chapter 4, verse 33. Acts chapter 4, verse 33. Acts chapter 4, verse 33 says, And with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Mm. And great grace was upon them all. Amen. Amen. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, we see that you shall receive power. 
in Acts chapter 4, verse 33, the church moved away from power to great power. Doctor, please, can you repeat that? So Acts chapter 4 verse 33 says, And with great power the apostles gained witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Amen. So, great power and great grace was upon them. In 1 verse 8, you receive power. But when they begin to manifest the power, people saw great power, not power. So the church is not under power. The church is into great power. Amen. You receive power into you. But when the power in you comes out, it is no more power. It is great power. Amen. Say great power. great power. Church, great power. Great power. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 to 19. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter, one. chapter 1, verse 15 to 19. Yes, please. Prayer for spiritual wisdom. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Amen. Amen. So, doctor, please, the 19, you take your time. So, Rev, uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, you shall receive power. They moved away from power. Acts chapter 4, verse 33, it was great power. Now we are seeing another adjective attached to the power. 19. 19 says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? Amen. Amen. So the power is no more great. It is exceeding. Mm. Exceeding greatness of his power. Mm toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, and the power is working, it is exceeding greatness of his power, it is a working power, and then he said that it is mighty power. You receive power in Acts 1 verse 8, that is the moment you are born again, the very day you confess that Jesus is your Lord and personal Savior, Power is on the inside of you. Amen. That same day, it comes in. Then as you begin to pray, the power in you moves. It's transferred from power to great power. Amen. So great power is on you. Whether you are aware or not, it's on you. But this year, the era of ignorance is gone. Amen. You should be aware. Say, I am aware. Aware. That is knowledge. And you can only come into the place of awareness, the place of knowledge, when Christ is preached to you. Amen. When Jesus is preached to you, then you come to the place where you know that, wow, 
I am loaded like that, eh? And I am allowing sickness and diseases to come into my space. No way, no more. Then you stand up. Because as he is in heaven, so are you on this earth. Amen. Oh, God is powerful. God is powerful, yes. But do you know you are also powerful? Because the God who is so powerful lives on the inside of you. And he said that. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19, when you read the 17, can you say that, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you spiritual wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So when we are talking of knowledge, 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 we are not speaking of economic knowledge, we are not speaking of scientific knowledge, we are not speaking of medical knowledge, we are not speaking of knowledge of coronavirus, we know enough already. We are speaking of the knowledge of him. Him. Who is the him? Jesus Christ. 18. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Our brother just sang it. And it was just powerful. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That you may know. You may know. <laughs> Say that I know. I know. That I know. I know. Oh, say it well. That I know. That, I know. that Christ, Christ lives in me. Lives in me. That you may know what is the hope of His calling. What are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe, according to the working of His mighty power. So the power is great. The power is exceeding. The power is a working power. When we say the power is working power, even when you are sleeping and snoring, the power of God is still working. Amen. Church, amen. amen. <laughs> when you are sleeping and, and, and you are snoring, the power doesn't sleep. It's a working power. 247 continuous every day. The power of God is working on the inside of you. And he calls it exceeding great power. The Greek word used there, don't get worried when we refer to the Greek language. Because the New Testament Bible was written in the Greek language. So sometimes if you want to find the richness of the word, you have to go back to the original language. To find the meaning. English language is not as old as we think. It's just about 900 to 1,000 years old. But the Greek and the Hebrew language is very rich. So, the word exceeding is in Greek what they call hooper balloon. What it means is that you want to go to target five. You are targeting five. But the power is so much that it goes to level 5, clears the place, and moves to level 20, clears everything there. Let me bring it home. You are praying for healing concerning maybe ulcer. And you release the power of God into the issue of ulcer. The power of God goes in there. It clears the ulcer. 
something that you did not know that there is something that is also wrong in the stomach. You didn't ask for it. But because that power that is exceeding Cooper hey. Balloon, hey. it goes there and something that you did not ask, it clears it all for you. Amen. Clears it all for you. Christianity is not weakness. Amen. Christianity is power. Amen. 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 Church, amen. amen. And he says the power is mighty. Power is mighty. We want to look at the power. We have seen power in its dictionary definition. Let's look at power. How Bible defines power. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Chapter 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Amen. Amen. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? For it is the power of God. The gospel of Christ is not a power of God. The gospel of Christ is the power of God. And look at how it is regulated. The gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Unto salvation. So God's power is regulated. You can't find God's power in everything. Listen carefully. The power of God is not seen in everywhere. It is regulated. You can't see the power of God in destruction. In fact, another meaning of destruction is the absence of God. Because anywhere God is, there can be destruction. So if there is destruction, it means that God is absent there. Hello? For it is the power of God unto salvation, not unto death, not unto sickness. The power of God doesn't supply sicknesses and diseases. The power of God heals. The power of God redeems. The power of God delivers. The power of God does good. The power of God brings blessings. You will see the power of God in the vicinity of grace. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Anything good, you will see the power of God there. So, you will see people say, hey, God is good. Even earthquake, flood, and people are attributing it to God. No. Anything that destroys is the absence of the power of God. Destruction, what it means is that God is not there. Because as soon as God arrives, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was formless. What did God do? He spoke, let there be light, and there was light. That is God. So when there is chaos and God comes in there, 
Out of chaos, he makes cosmos. <laughs> that is God. So anything that brings positivity into your life is God. Anything that brings goodness is God. So that is the signature of God. For it is the power of God unto salvation. So the power of God leads man unto salvation. I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation. We want to look at what is the gospel. The gospel that is the power of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 to 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 to 4. The risen Christ fades reality. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, too, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. Three, for I believed, for I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Four, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Amen. Amen. So that is the gospel. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God. So we want to look at the gospel that is the power of God. And Paul is explaining it to us. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins, he didn't die for his sins. He died for our sins according to the scriptures. So the death of Jesus Christ is not according to any encyclopedia book. You can't find it in any book except the Bible. He died according to the scriptures. That is the first line of the gospel. The gospel. That is the power of God. That Jesus died according to the scriptures. Verse 4. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. He rose. So he died, buried, the third day he rose again. The Bible says this is the gospel. And this message is the power of God. Amen. And that is why it is foolishness to those who are perishing. How could you tell me that somebody is being hung on the cross? He is so powerful. <laughs> Why should he be hung on the cross? He died, buried, and you say that is the gospel. And this is the power of God. Yes, it is. It is the power of God. Amen. And that power of God takes man unto salvation. I want to end here. Another time we will bring the part two, the part four. Because <laughs> today is part three. We will bring the part for another time. But we are on our feet, please. And you have to be aware of the power. <laughs> Doctor, please read Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 for us. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above 
all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So the power works in us. <laughs> now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. So you have to ask and you have to think positively according to the power that works in us. So there's power that is working in you. Amen. It's better you have to be aware of that, of that. That power is working in you. So that when you are speaking, you speak powerfully. You speak life. You speak grace. You speak healing. Power is in you. Amen. Church, our eyes are closed. Is there anybody here who for the first time wants to accept Jesus as his Lord and personal Savior and that this power will be found in you. Please, if you are here like that, can you lift up your hands because our eyes are closed, nobody will see you. So, we all will do the confession together. Let's all say it together. Father, in Jesus' name, Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for his death. Thank you for his death. For his burial. For his burial. For his resurrection. For his resurrection. This day. This day. I believe. I believe. And I accept. And I accept. That Jesus. That Jesus. Is my Lord. Is my Lord. And personal Savior. Personal Savior. I will be with him. I will be with him. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Church. Amen.